This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Sunday, January 24. This is episode 317. I am Dan Ellis, joined on the line by... Ryan Duffy, the soon-to-be one and only. Well, hello, Mr. Duffy. You said soon-to-be last week. How? What is your definition of soon, oh. sir? I haven't gone to battle yet with all the other Ryan Duffy's, so... <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I'm still working out the details, but uh, we'll, we'll go to war sometime. <laughs> and you're not allowed to name your kids Ryan Duffy. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> all, the, all the people who... Uh, you've just dashed the hopes of so many people of naming their kid Ryan Duffy. <laughs> well, you know... Some people apparently want to name their kid Ryan Duffy just so I show up to battle them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. How have you been, man? What's What's uh, been going on over the last week? Uh, I've been doing good. And, uh, you know, I got a little Moderna in my arm. You got a Moderna? Yep, I got my my first shot of the Moderna COVID nineteen vaccine. Oh, how very special! Uh, did you experience any pain, side effects, anything? I mean, it was my arm was everything's like I'm grabbing it right now. You can't. You might be able to see that, but no one else can. Um, it was just tender, like the top part of my forearm, like not painful. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like like it didn't hurt when I moved it. Just like tender to the touch. Yeah. Um. If anyone else listening has been in the United States military and got the uh, anthrax vaccine, it is nothing in comparison to that. Um, nothing in comparison like the anthrax vaccine is so much worse and more painful. Yeah. Like the anthrax vaccine literally felt like I had lava flowing down my arm for a day. Ooh. Like painful, like not like, yeah, it was like I couldn't move my arm. It was that one was painful. Uh, this, you know, the first shot, I just, you know, just that tenderness, um, they said to kind of like work it out, like do push ups and stuff and just keep massaging it to make sure it moves around. Cause I guess he said it's, it's, uh, the vaccine itself is thicker compared to other vaccines as far as the viscosity of it. So just kind of like massage it, move it around and you'll do better. Uh, and I did that and it, it worked out just fine. Yeah. Uh, the only side effect I think I might've had can't say it, it's it was part of the uh, covid vaccine or just a coincidence i had a lot of gas that day i was farting like crazy <laughs> and you're not sure if that is necessarily not sure if it was part of my effect. diet that day or if it was the covid vaccine but you know if anybody else has that same symptom um i'm gonna say it was covid giving me the farts <laughs> uh-huh yeah well that's uh other than that Got the first dose in, I'll get my next shot next month sometime, and all should be good. Although I do hear most people say the second one is the one um, where if they were experiencing any kind of like fever or uh, being lethargic, 
that, mm-hmm. that's the one that did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully I'll be okay. So do you have that like on the calendar to, to actually have that done or how is that, how does that all working? I don't, I don't so, even know really. Well, being that they have to travel out to Dugway to actually give us the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, they were out there this past week trying to get everyone on base that was required and then getting people that wanted to just of the normal uh, work populace this past week. Um, and then uh, basically got a card, which the guy's like, you, you have to wait 28 days. I'm like, 28 days later. That's a bad, that's a <laughs> horror film. Uh huh. Um, which that kept coming up in my head. Uh, so basically I cannot get it any sooner uh, than 28 days from the day I got my first one. So they gave us a little card that said, I have to get my next one after February 17th. So after February, after February 17th, I can receive my second dose uh, which hopefully, you know, if they're trying to get everyone on base this past week, uh, they'll just come back in 30 days and give everybody their second one. So, yeah. But you're not entirely sure if that's if that is what what's going to happen. Like, I hope that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but I'm not 100 sure yet on how they're doing the second one. When also when they do the second one, I'm going to be on a different schedule. I'm working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So hopefully someone will be there, be there on a Friday or I can get it right as soon as I'm leaving work on that Monday morning. Hmm. Not that I won't drive four hours to get my second one, but it'll suck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a very interesting thing. Like I, I, I wasn't sure if they were like setting up appointments for you guys or if they just planned on being there, you know, we're going to give you a shot to you today and then I will be back here in, you know, four weeks, five weeks, whatever the case is. I, I think that's what they're, they're I'm assuming that's what the plan is. Like we, we all had like appointments on a certain day to show up. Now that was basically based off of when we were working. Uh, so I'm assuming when they come back for round two, it'll work the same way. And obviously they're not going to come back early. Cause like, Oh, nobody's ready yet. Uh, so that's why I assume they'll give it that full 28 days before they come back to give us our, our second shots. Hmm. Well, that's cool. I'm I'm very happy for you, man. That's exciting news. I am not sure when I will ever get the vaccine. I want well, to get the vaccine as soon as possible, but there are no plans that I've seen anywhere about, you know, that outlays in the state of Utah. This is what we're going to do with the vaccines we have. This is our priority. I'm sure that they've started making some type of plan like that, but it hasn't been communicated to people well, very well for sure. Hopefully with this new administration stuff will be communicated a little better. I think it's just going to take a little bit of time for them to get everything in place. I mean, not just for the federal level, but even just for like here in Utah with our new governor, Spencer Cox, which I hope he does a good job. Um, But uh, we'll have to wait and see. He, yeah, I'm, I'm very much way he loves me yet. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm very much on the fence about Cox so far. Um, He's, he's, he's a progressive ish Republican Mormon. So I, yeah, (laughs) like he doesn't fit neatly into any kind of predefined box that I've yet created. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I want to see them do on a personal level. Uh, uh, but there's also a lot of stuff in public interest I would like to see happen. Like number one is the COVID stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There are things that he's done that I like. Like, like things that he's done so far that I like things that I don't like that he's done in the past or that he's done so far. So yeah, I'm, I'm still 
kind of just watching with a wary eye what the new state yeah. administration is doing. Um, I was encouraged I, to, to see that there are that different actors in the state are making a move to ensure that the state attorney general can't be as much of a loose cannon as he has been. That if he's going to sign on to any uh, court filings, they need to be directly related to the state of Utah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> versus yeah. versus a way to, you know, work his way in, wedge his way in somewhere so that he can get a sniff of Trump's dick somehow. I, I really wish he would have been voted out, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, it's rough. I mean, Utah, Utah has, I think the, the overall population in the state of Utah is roughly 60% LDS these days. And our legislature is more than 90% LDS. So that's, that's kind of shitty. I thought that saying that the state of Utah is 60% LDS is according to the LDS church. Yeah. Well, and, and two, I should mention for people who are unfamiliar with the lingo, LDS means the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. For, for anybody who's not particularly up on the, on the terminology. So yeah, I've, I've been cautiously optimistic about some of the things that, that Spencer Cox is doing. He's, he's much more of a populist kind of guy insofar as he wants people to like him and is trying to champion things that the majority of the population wants versus allowing himself to be ruled solely and exclusively by his religious affiliation or party affiliation. So that's, that's been at least somewhat encouraging. It's it's where I have a little bit of hope and I'm also kind of hoping that he like when he was trying to get elected, he was basically not doing anything against Herbert. Yeah. Like he was towing the party line to get elected. Now that you're there, I hope he starts acting in a better way. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's pretty active on social media in, in not in a shitty, you know, all Democrats are stupid. Yeah. All Democrats are stupid. It's fake news. I'm the best person in the world kind of way. Like he's, he's just more interactive and he interacts more with the general populace, I guess. Yeah. I get the opinion that he's willing to listen and I hope that's true. I also hope that's true. And he's done some good things in the past, you know, reaching out to the LGBTQ community here uh, after the, the Pulse nightclub shooting and, you know, delivering that tearful speech that was great and awesome. And I appreciated that. But then, you know, taking at least one or two steps backward with some of the other actions that he's, that he's done or things that he has said that are definitely not helpful. Like, you know, comparing abortion to slavery was really fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. we'll, we'll have to, we'll just be keeping an eye on him. Um, so far I'm so far. I like him more than Herbert is what I can say. Which but, it wasn't hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, but that's, that's not really saying a whole lot in, in favor <laughs> of him. Pretty so. low bar. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that comic. Did you see the comic that was going around from from uh, the oatmeal? You're no. f- are you familiar with the oatmeal? The, the, I am. It's the online comic stuff. Um, he he released a comic of uh, it was like a pole vaulter, like a like a very 
a very rotund pole vaulter with 2021 on his cape or shirt or something. And, you know, jumping pole vaulting over this bar that's like set at the very lowest thing. Like you could have just walked over it (laughs) and and the bar was 2020 and the pole vaulter was 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of true. Uh huh. But there has been a ton of stuff again in the news just over the last week. Uh, You know, it's news is still coming at us faster than anybody is ordinarily equipped to handle. Um, Joe Biden was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris went through the inauguration process. Were sworn in as president and vice president of the United States. The QAnon world has imploded as their oh, hopes yeah. of, uh, you know, Donald Trump's grand plan coming to fruition and arresting progressives and liberals and public executions and all of that fucking nonsense. Um, They've they've chosen several different ways to try to justify clinging to their conspiratorial beliefs, but by and large, there have been a lot of people who are disaffected by that, and hopefully, will become deprogrammed and yeah, learn not hopefully. to yeah learn not to trust in conspiracy theories quite so easily. Um, the online group on Facebook that I have talked about a couple times, I think, on the show and made several posts about on my personal timeline, the concerned citizens of Utah group is no more. That's no longer a thing. I think probably because they had uh, endorsed some Q views and, and made posts aligning themselves with Q and Facebook purged all of the Q shit. So well, and they were also harassing state officials quite frequently. Like, yeah. Not in a good way. Yeah. A lot. Um, and McC- Mitch McConnell, it's a fucking dick over the last week said that uh, the people who stormed the Capitol were provoked by the president. So kind well, of planting and yeah, kind of planting an early flag indicating which way he may vote once the impeachment moves over to the Senate, which we received notice of uh, would be transmitted on Monday. So the hearing could start as early as Tuesday, but they've decided to wait a couple of weeks and push it off until February. But he's still working to make sure the Republicans hold power. Oh, of course he is, because he's he's a craven dickbag. Yep. <laughs> Who, he's a craven, hypocritical dickbag. And now he's making noises that he may not actually vote to convict Donald Trump, as are several other uh, high-profile senators. So we'll have to see how that all shakes out. I was holding out hope that they may, be, because you only need... Uh, two-thirds vote by by members. Well, you don't even need 17 Republicans. All you need is a two-thirds vote of senators who are present. Present, yes. So I was kind of hoping that several of them would be as cowardly as I believe they are and just not want that vote to follow them in history and would just fuck off on the day of the vote. So if they're not in chambers during the vote, they don't record a vote either way and would hopefully throw – the two thirds balance in favor of the Democrats who would vote to convict. But I am no longer thinking that will be the case. I think probably they will all be there. Many of them vying for cock sniffer champion. Uh, well, but also this delay in having uh, the trial mm-hmm. is also allowing more evidence to come to light through investigations from the FBI. 
Yeah, that's Which that's the other good thing about making that. it look good for them. Yeah, and we've we've heard over this week as well that Donald Trump sought to influence people to to basically, you know, for all of the, his charges that the election was stolen from him, there is there is more and more evidence coming to light day after day that shows Donald Trump was indeed trying to steal the election, that he was trying yeah. to rig the election in his favor so that he could maintain power. So that's fun. Uh, there's a lot of other news. We'll be covering much more of it after this little break. Hello, my name is Tony from the Conversations with God podcast. And as the name suggests, on that podcast, I talk to the creator of the universe, God. We discuss philosophy, cooking, death and diseases amongst other important subjects, and you're listening to the Godless Revolution podcast, which is much better than the Conversations with God podcast. Didn't your parents make you go to church? Yeah, they forced us when we were little. Hated church. It was the worst. Yeah, you're supposed to hate it. Then you feel great once you get through it. You gotta go to church sometimes. But I don't believe in God. Yeah, neither do I. That's not the point. Isn't that the entire point? No! The point is to make yourself feel better. Reset the dials a little bit. And Alba, when you go back to church this weekend, we're all gonna go with you. I think our souls could all use a little oil change. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. And we're back. So there was, I think, the inauguration for all of the restrictions that it had on it because of COVID went off yeah. pretty well. I think that... Yeah. I was, I was really amazed. Like, I watched... The events unfold all day long. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Like, we uh, amazingly, most of us watched most of it at work. Then, when people started filing into the kitchen, I didn't want to watch it. I went to my room. Yeah. Were there people at work that were like, oh, fuck, what the fuck is this? I want to watch this shit. Oh, no, no, they weren't like that. They just started having other conversations. And I was like, no, I'm trying to watch this. So I'm going to go where it's quieter. Oh, ah, okay. I see. Um, yeah, I think it went really well. Uh, Joe Biden's speech during it i thought was awesome chris wallace of fox news called it the best inauguration address he's ever heard and he was in attendance during kennedy's uh ask not what you can do yeah uh, speech so he said it was the best right. one he's ever heard which i thought was we pretty did cool. we did also have other republicans go what is he calling all of us racist <laughs> like well if you are racist he is speaking to you yeah. He did not say all Republicans are racist. He just says we need to end this racist shit. So if you think that applies to you, maybe you're racist. If the clown hood fits, <laughs> like, like maybe, maybe you wouldn't be so defensive if you weren't fucking racist. Yeah. Cause I like how someone said he just alienated a majority of the country. <laughs> a majority. Uh, it's like, uh, well, cause he was saying a majority of the country is Republican. Uh huh. Like, well, if you're saying that a majority of the country is Republican and all Republicans are racist, that's a fucking problem, isn't it? But even but uh, to say that a majority of the country is Republican is just fucking it's wrong, wrong too. I, it's I think, wrong. Yeah, I think what is it like? Twenty seven percent of the populace identifies as a Republican. I think. Let me see. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sure. That sounds low. Well, that's and that's the self identified like you know who. What percentage of the population identifies like, as Republican? Um, okay. So, so percentage of population 
That is Republican. Uh, 20, 25%. Gallup okay. poll finding that 31% of Americans identified as Democrats, 25% identified as Republican, and 41% as Independent. Which I guess makes sense when only about half the country actually ever votes, and Republicans are very good at getting out and voting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is that, you know, so I, I have a problem with, with people, you know, most people say they're independents. They don't affiliate with any party. Okay, but which party do you generally agree with and do you vote which, with most often? Yeah. Where do your ideals, who whose ideals do you associate with the most? Yeah, you may not be, you know, somebody who donates to a, a particular political party, but if you ever do make political donations, where do they go? And, you know, what, what is the, what is the party affiliation of the candidate for whom you are supporting? And how do you usually vote? I think, you know, most people Mm -hmm. wear this label of independent as if they're, you know, they're, they're, they're above party politics and partisanship. They're, they're going to stand by and evaluate both sides of an issue and, and come down on either side. Well, sure, you can fucking do that regardless. But calling yourself an independent right now, especially in, you know, with, with as divided as we are as a nation, is to me just kind of a cop out. It's like calling yourself an agnostic when somebody asks yeah. you know, what, what your right. religious beliefs are. Well, sure, you can call yourself an agnostic, but then are you an agnostic atheist or are you an agnostic theist? You've told me fucking nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You just don't like the term atheist. Yeah, and you may be, you know, if you identify as an independent, you may be afraid of the label or the baggage that comes along with wearing the label of Republican or Democrat. Yeah. And I get that. Words have meanings. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, even, even with this, you know, 41% people, 41% of people identifying as independent, 31% as Democrats and only 25 as Republican. Republican. So yeah. Anybody who says that there are more Republicans than anybody else is just fucking wrong. And I mean, unless they want to say that all independents or the majority of independents are Republican. But then that would be also wrong because those people have self-identified as independent. Independent, yeah. So yeah, but you were but, saying. <laughs> well, I was also going to say I I um I noticed we didn't see a few things during oh, yeah. this inauguration. Yeah, I mean, granted, for a second, I thought Washington D.C. was going to burn to the fucking ground during those fireworks. There was a lot of smoke at ground level. I thought for sure something was on fire. It wasn't. It was just a lot of fireworks and a lot of smoke. Yeah. Well, everything apparently, was good. apparently like some, you know, some of the anecdotes surrounding that, that I've heard, and I've not done any independent fact checking on them or anything. It's just that because there were, because the 4th of July celebrations across the country were so limited and many people, you know, many cities, counties, and States didn't have their annual, fireworks displays for you know for example if your city was you know started at whatever whatever time generally they have here in utah and i don't know if it's the same everywhere else but there are cities and counties around utah that will have special events where they do fireworks throughout the summer just based on the when the incorporation of your city yeah yeah 
you know, and that's aside from July 4th and everything. And so because the 4th of July celebrations were limited because cities and counties and states canceled their celebrations of, you know, honoring their statehood or city or county or whatever, there's just been this glut of fireworks on the market (laughs) that they're selling selling at, at cut rate prices because they can't store them indefinitely and they still need to get rid of their surplus inventory and so for the biden inauguration it was just like you guys want fireworks well we'll give you some fucking fireworks (laughs) we can we got a lot yeah we'll give you bargain basement prices on a shit ton of fireworks like but holy it was it was a good fireworks show but i was like it looks like they caught the place on fucking fire (laughs) there was so much smoke at ground level i was like something's burning Something's got to be on fire. <laughs> no, it was just the smoke from the fireworks. It was so fucking much. Oh, yeah. It was it was the most spectacular oh. display of fireworks I've seen. Yeah. It would have been really cool to have been there to see them live. It was so cool to see it on TV. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, so but, uh, there was a lot of, you know, the usual pageantry and majesty surrounding all of this and, you yeah. know, a lot of the regular trappings of secret service detail following the limo and walking side by side and it, you know, having its procession along Pennsylvania Avenue to the white house, all of that good traditional kind of stuff. Yeah. There's also the, I guess uh, to me, it was kind of a funny moment. You couldn't hear what the reporter yelled at Kamala Harris when they were walking down uh, the street, but apparently she yelled back. I'm just walking to work. (laughs) What are you doing? Walking to work. Yeah. 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 It was, it was fun. And I was very, I was, I was happy to see so many celebrities and other people come out and, you know, add their voice to a call for general unity, which yeah. I think is good. And it's, I'm glad that that is a stated goal of this administration is to try to unify the country after, you know, four to six years, depending on where you want to look at the start and end date of entirely divisive, purposely divisive politics and partisanship here in America. And so it's a, it's a welcome change in, in view and attitude toward our interactions with people who are our ideological uh, opponents, politically speaking. Mm -hmm. So it's great. But there also can't be unity without accountability. That's a whole other discussion. What we wanted to talk about here (laughs) was what was missing that so many people were looking forward to during the inauguration. And apparently some say it actually happened. Um, Oh, yeah. Because I completely missed the arrests and assassination of all the deep state personnel. (laughs) And so as Ryan is hinting at, of course, we're talking about QAnon and this age of misinformation that Trump kicked the door open on and put his tiny feet <laughs> in the gap so that the door couldn't be closed and then kept yelling for people to run through that door. Come yeah. with me. I will tell you what to believe and what not to believe. You can no longer rely on your own faculties of discernment or information gathering, evaluation and analysis. I'm going to tell you what's fake news. You need to listen to only me. And I'll also talk in secret codes that you can decipher yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to act like Jesus or God and lay down, you know, little a little trail 
of hints of things of where I want to lead you. I'm never going to come out and directly tell you what you should or should not be doing. And I'm going to tell you a few sources that you should rely on, but mainly rely on me. But boy, oh boy, did people fall for it. And now they're having to wake up, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're, they're the new brand of woke ism. Sure. But in a weird, like, they're they're still going through the stages of like de- like death, like denying no, this didn't actually happen. Like wait, maybe it did happen. Like the oh, stages fuck, of grief. Please, please make sure. No, this couldn't. No, yeah, yeah. The, the stages of grief. Seven, seven stages of grief. Yeah, they're uh, definitely going through that right now. Yeah, it's been pretty interesting watching watching the QAnon world spin spin off a whole a whole bunch of new conspiracies. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where people used motivated reasoning in order to self-delude themselves into believing in this grand conspiracy. Yeah. And then when their grand conspiracy didn't come to fruition, rather than falling back and examining what they've chosen to try to believe, they've instead many of them decided to have just they're, they're going to plow straight ahead anyway. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We we need to take this as yet one more sign that most people would look at as disconfirming information and instead twist this to be a confirmation that we were correct all along. Yeah, I think there there was one that I was reading where the person, like, they doubled down hardcore. Uh, they basically stated that on January 20th, Uh, They were all arrested, but we didn't see it. It was done in secret. uh, And an agreement was made where Trump will stay in power. He still will make all the decisions. But because they didn't want a civil war to happen, they're going to make it appear like Biden actually got the presidency. So he's just (laughs) there as a figure. Like he's not actually doing anything. Yeah, he's just a figurehead at the at the top. Yeah. And Donald Trump is pulling the strings with his tiny, tiny hands. So they're they're just trying to make look like, hey, whatever you see, that Trump's actually doing that somewhere behind the scenes. Uh, they're pulling the strings. It's like, weren't you the ones that were like against this whole deep state thing? And now you've just created your own version of the deep state, but Trump <laughs> is in charge of it. <laughs> uh huh. Like, like what? Like how? Uh, like where's the cognitive dissonance with it? like? The mental gymnastics, all the shit we normally talk about, like in full force to make you think this is actually happening. Oh yeah. They've fucking incredible. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty interesting to watch. Um one of the one of our one of the listeners to the show, I had posted out on Facebook that uh so my post says the QAnon world is imploding right now as many adherents grapple with the fact that they've been played like fiddles that can only make stupid noises. <laughs> a lot of people thought that was funny. I did, I thought it was I thought it was a little humorous, but a lot of people seemed to like it. And uh one of the one of our listeners to the show, Mr. Mr. Steven Peters, uh made a comment that says, "I've found at least one that's still a believer. He's told me oh, so geez. far that the inauguration was a sham, that DC has their own constitution preventing the military from acting there." And that as soon as Biden steps on U.S. soil, not D.C., because that's different, he'll be arrested. 
<laughs> oh, and that I should have paid better attention in school so I'd know that because I'm the dumb one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I and and that that comment has a bunch of reactions to it because people just can't understand or believe like how far gone a lot of these QAnon believing dummies really are. Yeah. Like, how, I, I so I, I got the uh the Reddit up for par- Parlor Watch. Uh-huh. Where people are are saying some of this crazy stuff. Um and the religion involved in it too. Uh, I got a few open. This one isn't the anti-Semitic one. Mm, because there's plenty of that wrapped in there, the QAnon. There's a shitload of these where it's fucking very anti-Semitic talk amongst these groups. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to read this the way they have it written. Okay. The first sentence does not make sense to me. Okay. Today was the day, or yeah, today was the day that many that said they had faith in God to help us save ourselves from evil, trying to take over the country gave up and wavered. I'm not, I will not be one of those. I know that God wins. (laughs) Let me give you something to ponder. What if I told you that what transpired today has to occur to put in play a series of events for us to rid this country of the evil. The military was given the proof of the election interference from other countries to try to take over our country. The inauguration was completed t- today at 1150 a.m., which was before tre- President Trump's term ended at 12 p.m. today. The United States Corporation was dissolved in June 2020. <laughs> so the election that thus the inauguration today was illegal. When Biden was sworn in today, it set into motion a military code 11.3, which allows our military to take control in a move and remove the illegal government and to restore our legal citizen government. Chris Miller, SOD and Pete Gaynor, FEMA will be leading the charge to take our country back. We will be uh, under martial law until the military can hold legal elections in this coming in the coming months. Did you also notice that the oath wasn't complete? He left out the words to defend the Constitution and to protect us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. What does that tell you? <laughs> we had already been promised us to the CP by the scumbags. We are all being given a lesson in the Constitution. The greatest <laughs> movie ever is still not done. Hang on, because it's going to get wild. It's going to be an awesome show. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Just there, there are so many points. Like, just in that single post, there are so many off-ramps that this person could have taken to oh, yeah. reality, right? And every single time, they just kept their blinders up. They, they, they pulled down the shades on the, on the windows in the car so that they couldn't see these off ramps. Like they've plunged headlong into something they want to believe versus what is objectively shown to be true. They so badly do not want Biden to be the president that they are twisting and just, they're just literally making shit up. Yeah. And it's bizarre to me to see this happening to so many people. 
But I guess I, so I kind of live in a bubble. I think, I think everybody does, right? It's a, it's a bubble of our own choosing. I go out of my way to try to view and see what other, what people who don't align with a lot of my views are thinking and saying, because a lot of the time I need to know that information just to be able to counter their arguments or, or find out if their arguments hold any truth. Because if I'm wrong, I want to know that I'm wrong so that I don't continue being wrong. Yeah. You know, people, people generally speaking, don't like to be wrong, which is another thing that just baffles me about conspiracy theories like this. How they're so adamant that they're right, that they just make shit up to fit their narrative to be right. Uh huh. Yeah. That, that they, rather than going in search of information that could point them in the direction or, or, or lead them to the belief or knowledge that what they want to believe is not actually true. They go in search of information that confirms what they already want to believe, which is the exact opposite way (laughs) they should be conducting things in order to get to the truth of the matter. On the other hand, though, are they actually searching information? Because I would, I would argue they're not actually looking up real information. They're just going to, social media sites to blog posts of people who already say the same thing they agree with. Oh yeah. So to say they're researching and, and tracking down information. No, you're not. You're tracking down opinions. Yeah. And well, and and it's even worse than that because a lot of the time when they regurgitate some of the bullshit talking points that they've heard from somebody else somewhere on the internet, they get whatever point that person was saying, even if that person was wrong, the person who hears it and then repeats it and thinks that they're correct about something misconstrues or misstates or twists whatever even wrong thing was said before. It's like it's like playing a game of telephone <laughs> with yeah. with dummies, with people who are who are ideologically opposed and immune from obtaining new facts and information and distilling that down into what is true and what is not true. Well, it's it's. Like the, I've, I've, I've mentioned this on here before the time where I watched uh cosmos at work with the guy who was Mormon and he kept like shoehorning everything from the TV show to fit his Mormon religion and being like, isn't God great. And it's like, I don't see God in any of this. And as a matter of fact, a lot of this is saying God has nothing to fucking do with it. <laughs> but yet you watch the same show I'm watching and you're like, heavenly father is great. Isn't like, isn't God what? awesome? <laughs> I don't I don't see your heavenly father in any of this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've I've seen that among believers like whenever there's some, you know, amazing scientific discovery, like something let's say NASA discovers, you know, that there's microbial life on the moon or Mars or wherever else. And Isn't God great? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You go out you go out, you know, on anywhere on social media or even just to a a news site that allows people to comment on stuff. And you see a bunch of fucking religious people out there. Isn't God wonderful. God is good. God is good all the time. Well, why would that just, it's not how this works. No, (laughs) I just don't get it. But in, in light of the recent conspiracy theories, the whole QAnon stuff, I would rather have those people around. I'm like, okay, you're a little delusional. Yeah, you fit this into your religion however you want. It doesn't really affect me a whole lot. QAnon fucking affects me. Yeah. 
Yeah. These people are batshit crazy and willing to do shit, especially when you see posts about people being like, no, this government isn't real. I'm going to take it back with my guns. Yeah. Wacky murder stuff. AOC. Mm-hmm. We have a couple examples of that that we'll talk about after this little break. Hi, this is Christine Stenquist with Truce, together for responsible use in cannabis education. If you're interested in medical cannabis in Utah, follow us on our social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Truce Utah. If you're interested in donating to our awesome nonprofit, go to truceutah.org. And thank you so much for listening to the Godless Revolution podcast. Mickey, I need help. I well, you do what every normal person does, and you go to church. Since when are you so religious? Not religious at all, but I like church. Free donuts, coffee, a little wine to take the edge off. Then you confess all the bad stuff you did and go home guilt-free, ready to do it all over again. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! All right, so we've devoted a fair amount of time to talking about how batshit crazy a lot of the QAnon stuff is. Like, the stuff that people believe associated with Q, it's just, it's it's so far out there. It's almost like they have a tendency to believe things. Like, the more outlandish the claim, the more likely they are to believe it, <laughs> for whatever yeah. reason. Like, stuff that they could easily find out for themselves Instead, they they hear something and then they decide, oh, yeah, yeah, that that fits with what I already think. So I'm not going to examine whether, yeah, I'm not going to examine whether this new bit of information is actually true. I'm going to run with it. And then I'm going to find other people saying basically the same thing that makes me feel good about the things I already believe. Yeah. Because they don't want to be wrong. But that's the weird thing. They don't want to be wrong but they make themselves more and more wrong all the time. But it's only because it's a, it's comfortable. It's a comfortable lie to them. Just like religion is, this has become a comfortable lie for them because it wraps up all of the things they already believe into some wild narrative that says the whole world is out to get you. And you're right all along. You're the true real patriot and the real American. Everybody else is false and wrong. Yeah. I mean, Part of this, this might go off a little bit. Uh, the people that are defending Trump right now for what happened on January 6th. They all read two lines from his uh, speech and forget the other hour of him talking. Yeah. Which two lines? Well, where he's like, where he's saying, oh, I don't want you to do anything bad type stuff. Like where he's like, hey, he's asking for peace. <laughs> like, yeah. But there was 59 other minutes of him rambling about taking back the fucking capital. You know what's so delicious about all of this is that through all of his machinations, all of his maneuvers, all of his, you know, double dealings and and treachery behind the scenes is a clear indication of how fucking terrified he was to not have won the presidency because he knows the avalanche of shit that is going to rain down on him in the next little while. We, we talked about before about the, uh, uh, Cases against him where if he'd remained in office, the time would run out on him. Now the time will not run out on those cases because they can still prosecute him now. Yeah, I think he was terrified about no longer being in office because he's going to lose everything and it's going to be glorious to behold. 
It's going to oh, be all- just amazing. <laughs> I was re- I was reading an article just yesterday about how people are fleeing Mar-a-Lago. Oh yeah. The yeah, workers, that, the people that pay memberships there are no longer re-upping their memberships. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of the fallout from all of this is that he's lost a lot of support from, you know, run-of-the-mill Republicans who just kind of turned a blind eye to some of the more heinous things that he had said and done because he was still accomplishing and in, and putting in place a lot of the policies that they agreed with. Mm-hmm. They didn't like – they they loved – the action, they didn't particularly like the message or the way that it was delivered. And we've talked about style. that before. Yeah. It was an issue of style, not of content, because they still wanted all of the policies and, and fucky things that he was doing. They just didn't like the way that he was delivering that message of being an awful fucking person <laughs> yeah. in championing the things that they wanted, because then that taints the things they wanted or thinks or they think that it taints them. It's much more difficult for them to speak to put a positive spin on some of the things that the Republicans want to do and were doing because the message is toxic and the person delivering the message is toxic. That, that's what happens when you put someone in there who isn't an actual politician. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who you fuck your messaging up? Yeah. Who doesn't, who doesn't understand politics and the soft touch of politics? Yeah. Um, so we've, we've talked about, you know, how people bought into QAnon, why they believed it, uh, you know, some of the other things that have spun out of Q since then and people still being in a state of denial. And what pisses me off more than anything, well, I wouldn't say more than anything, what pisses me off a whole lot are watching people like Rand Paul today on uh, This Week with George Stephanopoulos and the the absolutely asshole – stance and and way that he chose to conduct himself during his interview today with George Stephanopoulos and feeding into and basically confirming all of this bullshit conspiracy stuff after you know what today's the 24th so it hasn't even been 3 weeks since people stormed our nation's capital and wanted to execute legislators there that Rand Paul today, fucking today, still is supporting all of this bullshit with his fucking nonsense and lies. It's it's maddening. I wanna I wanna play this interview that he conducted today with George Stephanopoulos because it's just he's just such a fucking asshole. I fucking hate this guy. Senator Paul, let me begin with a threshold question for you. Uh, this election was not stolen. Do you accept that fact? Simple, straightforward question. The election was not stolen. Do you accept that fact? fact. It's a it's fact. factual. Yeah. And Rand Paul, rather than saying, yes, I accept that fact, but he doesn't even say that. He just launches off on some other line of bullshit. Well, what I would say is that the debate over whether or not there was fraud should occur. We never had any presentation in court where we actually looked at the evidence. Most of the cases were thrown out uh, for lack of standing, which is a procedural way of not actually. Yeah, and that's like like he starts off everything by not accepting the truth and then telling a fucking lie. That's how he begins this interview. It was not lack of standing. It was a lack of bringing fucking evidence to the court. Yeah, and it's not that these, he says the majority were thrown out on standing, and that's a fucking lie. That's bullshit. He's fucking lying to people still in support of this 
fucking nonsense. Hearing the question, there were several states in which the law was changed by the Secretary of State and not the state legislature. To me, those are clearly unconstitutional. And I think there's, a, there's still a chance. <sighs> no. There, so he, so Rand Paul is just one of the Republicans I saw on, on television this morning on the Sunday programs that I typically watch. Still just spouting nonsense and lies and deliberately misleading people. And uh, so Ryan and I talked about this before we started recording the show that in watching a lot of these politicians, a lot of these Republican politicians this morning on the news during their interviews where they were saying, Absolute, where they were providing absolutely false information. And so then I question their motives. Like, is it, is it that they know that what they're saying is wrong and they're deliberately misleading people? Or are they that ignorant and incompetent in the jobs that they were elected to fucking do that they do not know how our government works? Well, I hope they know how it works. They fucking work in it, but at the same time, they want to manipulate it so that they're right and we're fucking wrong. Yeah. Well, and so that, that's basically what it has to be, right? That they are deliberately misleading people. They are lying to people purposefully in order to maintain this false narrative. They're, yeah, they're, they're trying to change the narrative in their favor. Um, I know he's going to bring up Wisconsin next, but I wanted to bring up, um, uh, not Philadelphia. What state is Philadelphia in? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> state. Uh, that that was one of the contentious states. Well, they said, well, they didn't they didn't get to vote on whether or not they're going to have mail in ballots. But then you got to bring up the fact that the legislator legislation put that in place in 2018. Mm-hmm. They had two years to contest it. And their argument was, well, it got put in place. We didn't have time to contest it to see if we didn't want to do mail-in voting. <laughs> like, no, you had two fucking years. You didn't care about the election in 2018, but when 2020 election came up, now it's a problem? Yeah. No, that's how this fucking works. It's like the Republican health care plan that, you know, they, they've they got something in the works that they're going to be releasing any fucking day now for the last 12 fucking two- years. You'll have it in two weeks, Dan. Two weeks. It's been 12 fucking years that they've been saying that line over and over and over again. And people on the right still fucking believe it as if the Republicans are telling them the truth about this. Yeah, they've got a great healthcare plan in the works. They're going to be releasing it any day now for 12 fucking years. Yeah. They don't. They have no plan. I get a little yelly. Never will be. (laughs) I get a little yelly. When talking about how fucking awful some of these Republican politicians are. And I'm not saying that Democrats don't lie to people on occasion because they do. Absolutely. But I have never seen before just the depths and the breadth of the lies that Republicans tell in order to support their their other string of fucking lies and nonsense. Yeah, Yeah, the Republicans have been bringing forward a healthcare plan since the Affordable Care Act passed, and we haven't seen shit. Yeah, it's like they think that if they can, if they can just keep digging, they'll eventually, you know, if they can just keep with every shovel full of lies that they tell, if they just keep doing that, eventually they'll come out the other side of this. They're 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 tunneling through the earth, trying to dig themselves out of the fucking mess they've created. And and you keep hearing from 
Republican supporters, well, they're going to repeal and replace it with something better. There's just a repeal and replace plan. <laughs> but replace it with fucking what? Yeah. The plan that you've said you're going to deliver to us any day now for 12 years. <laughs> God damn it. We're only 33 seconds into this, <laughs> into this six and a half minute video. Okay. I'll try to try to play a little bit more of this and not, not get so ranty. Here we go. If those actually do finally work their way up to the Supreme Court, courts traditionally and historically don't like to hear election questions. But yes, were there people who voted twice? Were there dead people who voted? Were there illegal aliens who voted? Yes, and we should get to the bottom of it. I'll give you an example. In my state, when we had a Democrat Secretary of State, she refused, even under federal order, to purge the rolls of illegal voters. We got a Republican Secretary of State, and he purged the rolls. It's, it's Senator it Paul, does I make have a to, difference. I, and those- and, and it, it's at this point that George Stephanopoulos is like, uh, wait, we got to stop this crazy train. You're fucking lying. Yeah, you're just, you're spouting a string of fucking nonsense and lies. And I would be doing a disservice to not only my audience, but the American populace and the world populace taken, taken more broadly by allowing you to continue spouting just fucking nonsense. Yeah. Do you remember when, when, uh, Trump in 2016 had a Republican committee formed to find the 3 million votes from illegal voters. And they found <laughs> nothing. That's a great fucking point. I forgot about that. Like nothing. Like, like Republicans do so much fucking awful things that I forget that I often forget, like the litany of things that they've done in support of their bullshit and nonsense, just in order to try to get people to support them. Yeah. <sighs> I, I have to, to stop you there. There, no, no, no election is perfect. But there, there were 86 challenges filed by President Trump and his allies in court. All were dismissed. 86 challenges, all of them dismissed. I was going to say the same exact thing. <laughs> Every state certified the results dismissed, after investigations. Not, not for, not for, count, yeah, but after not investigations, for counts and recounts. The De- Department of Justice, led by William Barr, said there's no widespread evidence of fraud. Can't you just say the words, this yeah. election was well, not what stolen? What I would suggest is, what I would suggest is that if we want greater confidence. So, no, no, he can't say that. He can't just say that the election was not stolen because he's a fucking dishonest bastard. And according to most election commissions, this was the most secure election we've ever had in our fucking history. Yeah. Over 90% of all ballots were paper. They could read them individually. Yeah. And instead, Republicans want to want to spout some fucking nonsense about Dominion voting machines being hacked and that the Democrats have worked with Hugo Chavez, a dead fucking dictator who died before (laughs) before fucking Trump was even being considered a fucking candidate. (sighs) I would suggest is. What I would suggest is that if we want greater confidence in our elections, and 75% of Republicans agree with me, is that we do need to look at integrity. And when he says 75% of Republicans agree with him, he's talking about, again, remember, we discussed earlier in the show that only 24% of of Americans identify as Republicans. And of that 24%, 74% agree with Rand Paul, so he says. But it's also that they agree with him because you have fucking lied to them this whole fucking time. Fucking they, internet. They, they have bought your lies. And so they, they have doubts in their mind now that you put there, you fucking yeah. dishonest asshole. 
election integrity, and we do need to see if we can uh, restore confidence in the elections. Well, 75 percent of he's the one who has worked to destroy that confidence. Oh, uh, yeah, I just don't understand. You know, we need to have some investigations going so that we can restore the confidence in the election system that people have lost because of fucking assholes like me. There there, there was a, a comedian who did a, a history class thing once. I, got, I need to find it again. But his his through line for the whole thing was if you repeat anything long enough, it becomes fact. Yeah. If it you, becomes history. Yeah, if you repeat if you, it long enough, it becomes part of our history. Uh-huh. Even if it's not true. Yeah. Yeah, that we saw that with the George Bush presidency as well. Yeah. If you repeat it, th- I think I'm trying to remember who it was in his administration that even said that, that if you repeat it often enough, it's no longer a lie. People believe it, it becomes yeah. true. Yeah. Confidence in the elections. Well, 75 percent of Republicans agree with you because they were fed a big lie yeah. by President Trump and his supporters who say the election was stolen. Why can't you say? Well, I think where you make, I think, I think where you make a mistake. And, uh, hey, George, George. George, where you make a mistake is that people coming from the liberal side like you, you immediately say everything's a lie instead of saying there are two sides to everything. Historically, well, <sighs> there are no two sides. There is the truth and there is a fucking lie. Yeah. Yeah. And and the the part of this interview that, that really gets to me, and I'm just going to try to power through uh, the you know, most of the rest of this without too much input, but what he does here, and it's a tactic I see from people on the right so fucking often is to deliberately misstate the other person's opinion. They, they create a straw man on the fly and basically put words in the other person's mouth. And it's just, it's so fucking dishonest and frustrating to try to deal with people like that. I don't, honestly, after this interview, I don't know why anybody would ever have Rand Paul on their show for an interview for anything because he's a dishonest broker. He's intellectually dishonest. Well, I was, I was going to bring up real quick that this also reminds me of the, uh, 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 ah, where it comes to teaching, evol- uh, creationism and sc- creationism in school, which is, mm-hmm. you know, you have to you have to teach all sides. Oh, all yeah. opinions are equal. Yeah, teach the controversy. Teach the controversy. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> Here, he wants them to litigate the controversy. Yeah, yeah. So let's, we should examine every fucking crackpot theory about everything. Sure, okay. Yeah. And the, and somehow that will instill confidence in the in the in our election system if we start talking no. about every crackpot fucking conspiracy theory in the world surrounding it. it all that will do is make things worse. Yeah, I think Phil got more votes. I think he should have been president. <laughs> uh, on with the interview. What would happen is if I said that I thought there was fraud, you would interview someone else who said there wasn't. But now you insert yourself in the middle and say the absolute well, fact is that everything I'm saying is a lie. Well, because, but I Senator, Senator, I said what the president fact, said was a lie because to. he said, hold we're on a second. To. He said the election was stolen. This election was not stolen. This ele- the results were certified in every you're single was, state you're saying, after counts saying, and recounts. You're saying that absolutely it was you're saying there was no fraud and it's all been investigated. And that's, and that's not what he fucking said. No. That's so fucking dishonest and such a shitty fucking thing to do. It's just not true. It's not what I said, sir. I said the Department of Justice found no evidence. Let me finish my point. You said something that was not true. You say we're all liars. You're just simply saying we're all liars. I said it was a lie that the election was stolen. Premise that you're right and we're wrong. Well, let, no, well, let's let's talk about the specific. And so if we and I know I paused this again and said I wasn't going to jump in. very. But so, I mean, if we follow Rand Paul's 
line of line of argument here that George Stephanopoulos is calling Rand Paul a liar. In actual fact, George Stephanopoulos called the president a liar and said that it's a lie to say that the election was stolen. And so Rand Paul, in saying that you're calling me a liar, Rand Paul is saying that he believes or is trying to trying to clue his followers and and supporters into him saying that, yes, he believes the election was stolen. He's not going to come right out and say that directly, but he's going to go around it by saying that George Stephanopoulos is calling him a liar when that's not what at all, at all what has happened. To I mean, say, he's basically saying that he believes in a lie. If you yeah. believe what the president is saying, yeah, he's saying saying is a lie. Yeah, then he's, you are then, therefore believing in the lie that the president has started. Yeah, he's basically saying that I believe the election was stolen, and so you're calling me and you're calling me a liar because that's what I believe. Well, let, no, well, let's let's talk about the specifics of it. In Wisconsin, tens of thousands of absentee votes had only the name on them and no address. Historically, those were thrown out this time. They weren't. They made special accommodations because they said, oh, it's a pandemic, and people forgot what their address was. So they changed that's, the law after uh, the fact. That- again, that's not the argument that was made, you fucking dishonest asshole. Nope, and they have the right to do that, too. Yeah, the states have states. states can set their own rules for their own fucking elections. He's yes. not complaining about Utah that's had mail-in ballots for years now because Utah's a red state. That is wrong. That's unconstitutional. And I plan on spending the next two years going around state to state and fixing these problems. And I won't be cowed by liberals in the media who say there's no evidence here. and You're a liar if you talk about election fraud. No, let's have an open debate. It's a free country. It's a free country for me to spout fucking nonsense and lead people astray and fucking lie to everybody. Come on. Yeah. It, there's there is no widespread evidence of election fraud that overturned the results. That was stated as well by the Department of Justice, led by President Trump's attorney general. In Wisconsin, there were counts and recounts. Actually, it was the never studied. That, even that's certified. not true. Even that's not true. Even William that's Barr not said true. That Barr said that. But there was, yes, he said that. Yes, that was a pronouncement. There has been no examination, thorough examination of all the states to see what problems we had and see if they could fix them. Now, let me say, to be clear, I voted to certify the state electors because I think it would be wrong for Congress to overturn that. But at the same time, I'm not. But at the same time, I'm going to fucking come on news programs and fucking lie about it afterward because that's the kind of asshole I am. He, he did say that, but he didn't say that. That's not what he meant to say, he, but he he might have said that, but that's not what he said. <laughs> Willing just to sit here and say, oh, everybody on the Republican side is a liar and there is no fraud. No, there were lots of problems and there were secretaries of state who illegally changed the law and that needs to be fixed. And I'm going to work hard to fix it. And I won't be cowed by people saying, oh, you're a liar. That's the problem with the media today is they say all Republicans are liars and everything we say is a lie. That are- it's only if you lie. The irony of him saying of the irony of him lying while saying that everybody says Republicans are liars is just too much for me. It's too much. (laughs) You're too much, sir. Uh, Two sides to every story. Interview somebody on the other side, but don't insert yourself into the story to say we're all liars because we're not. There are not two. There are not two sides of the story. 
This has been looked at in every single state. The election oh, sure there are. certified there are in every single There are two sides to every state. story. George, you're forgetting who you are. You're forgetting who you are as a journalist. If you think there's only one side, you're inserting yourself into the story to say, I'm a liar because I want to look at election fraud and I want to look at secretaries of state who illegally change the voter laws without the permission of their state legislatures. That is incontrovertible. It happened. And you can't just sweep that under the rug and say, oh, nothing to see here. And everybody's a liar. And you're a fool if you bring this up. You're inserting yourself into the story. A journalist I'm, would hear both sides, and there are two sides of the story. I'm, sta- I'm standing by facts. There are not two sides to facts. <laughs> I did not say there yes. was a perfect election. I said it was. the results were certified. I said it was not stolen. It is You're a saying lie to people say people are liars. You're stolen. saying people are liars if they want to investigate what happened in the election. That's not at all what he said. It's, no. And again, just the dishonesty on display here while saying he's upset that people are calling him dishonest is too fucking much yeah you asshole yeah we're not they're not he's not saying you can't have an investigation he's saying the things you want to investigate are uh, it's a moot argument it wasn't stolen there wasn't rampant voter fraud dominion voting machines weren't hacked this is like benghazi Uh, yeah (laughs) Should That's we not what I said. The fact that tens of thousands of absentee ballots did not have addresses on them and normally were disqualified, but this time they were counted. Should we examine that? I don't know whether it affected the election or not, but I have an open mind. And oh. we actually examine this, and we find out it didn't. That's fine, but it still should be fixed. There, there's, there can be more investigations. The investigations that have taken place have shown there is not enough fraud to change the results of this election. That has been certified by every state. It was stated by the Justice Department and the Attorney General. And I accepted the state certifications, but doesn't mean that I think that there wasn't fraud and that there weren't problems that have to be investigated. And it doesn't mean that the law wasn't broken. I believe in Pennsylvania they broke the law, and I believe if that ever would get a real hearing in the Supreme Court, it was denied for standing. It wasn't actually (sighs) taken up. If it were taken up, I do believe that the Supreme Court would overrule and say that they did break the law illegally. I asked you a very simple question. Was the election stolen or not? I think there was a great deal of evidence of uh, fraud and changing of the election laws illegally, and I think a thorough investigation is warranted. So he's still, even at the very end when George Stephanopoulos rephrased his question again and made it a very simple, do you think the election was stolen or not? He still won't fucking answer it, and that's him tacitly saying that, yes, he believes the election was stolen because he's a dishonest fucking asshole. And here's here's my whole thing about all their arguments about the election being stolen. They couldn't find a way to take the people's ability to vote away. The election wasn't stolen. Election was made more accessible. Yeah. More people were able to vote and more people actually got out to vote. And so in their minds, despite all of the things they've done to try to steal the the people's right to even vote in the first place, they couldn't thwart democracy. And that's how yeah. they believe the election was stolen, because they've tried for so long to disenfranchise so many people. And it still didn't allow them to maintain power in the, in the presidency. And so then yeah. they believe that it was stolen. It's like when he was talking about having uh, people removed from the register. Uh, Bouts or lectures, ah, fucking, I'm losing my words. I got a dog licking my hand. <laughs> uh, when they, uh, removing people from, removing registered voters from the list. Mm-hmm. 
Where in Georgia, when they did that, they're like, well, we're just removing people who've passed away. They're all being removed. That's not what happened. Because if a Jimmy John died, anybody with the name Jimmy John also got removed, whether they were alive or dead. Mm -hmm. And then Jimmy John went to go vote and he found out he's not registered to vote anymore and you are not allowed to vote. Moving, removing people from the system disenfranchises people who didn't know they got removed. Yeah. And then they have to go through provisional ballots and follow up on that. And and a lot of people just don't have the time to do that. You know, they they tried to cut down on early voting. They tried to make it so that you could only vote in person. They tried to cut down on mail-in voting. They tried to gerrymander districts so that however the vote was cast, it wouldn't matter because they've given themselves leads in the number of people that would vote to elect their their chosen partisan person they've tried so fucking much to maintain power and through all of these dishonest dirty shitty fucking tactics over the years and to find out that even with all of that it still wasn't a success for them well surely it had to be stolen then we tried stealing it and we lost so the only way you could have you could have won is if you stole it harder than we did yeah i mean Shutting down polling stations in poor neighborhoods, uh, even in states where they had mail-in ballots, where they had drop-off boxes being like, well, we're only going to put one in the entire city, no matter if you have 5,000 that people, 5,000 people living there or 5 million people living there, you only get one place to do it. Yeah, or you can take it to the post office that we have also fucked with in order to delay your ballots being sent out in the first place and then reception of your ballots and forwarding on to your state secretary. No, we're going to fuck with all of that, too. Yeah. So in my my opinion, you want uh, in-person voting only? Okay. Instead of only getting eight hours to do it once every four years, make it a week. Yeah. You have one week of polling stations opened uh, in every county, every district. You should have to go to a different county or different district. And if you have a huge district, multiple polling stations. Hell, one polling station for every 10,000 citizens. Make it a national holiday. Offer people yeah. paid leave to go and vote. There are so many things they but, could do if they were actually interested in getting as many people out to vote as they could, but they're not. But they're not. They no. want their supporters no. to go and vote, and that's it. They don't want anybody else. Yep. They know that they are in the minority, and they're fine with that. For for all of their complaints about you know tyranny of the minority, they're the ones fucking doing that. It's yeah. projection, sheer projection from them. God damn it. And, uh, I would say, honestly, it's the people who have to work multiple jobs and can't afford to leave work that get hurt the fucking most. Yeah. It's but, the low income people get hurt the most. Yeah. But they don't care about that because they know that no. those people probably aren't going to go out and knock doors for them. They're not going to be contributing to their uh, campaign funds. You know, they, if they can't support them financially, then they matter very little to them. They're more interested in courting big donors there's just there's so many problems with our political system. Oh, I think yeah. I think the probably the primary problem is just where all of this money comes from and how we hold I, our elections. I do wish we were have instead of each state making the laws on how their elections are done that there were national laws in place, especially for presidential elections. But say hey, you got a week and you can do mail-in votes. Votes. Done. That sounds like a globalist agenda. No, it sounds like we're trying to give everyone the opportunity to vote. That's all one world order. That kind of nonsense. You're you're uh, you're not a real American, Mister Duffy. 
Yeah, I'm not an anti-Semitic piece of shit. <laughs> uh, we've got a little overtime. I'm sorry, I get a little ranty, especially when just confronted with blatant hypocrisy and lies. I fucking lying is the worst thing for me. Like I just I can't I can't I can't deal with people who just fucking lie as a matter of course. That you know, it's just part of what they do all the time. I I can't handle liars. They're the worst. Then what politician do you like? <laughs> well, yeah, I could, I could go on and on about lies and stuff, but I won't because we're already a little over time. So thank you all very much for tuning in. Thank you for joining me this week, Mr. Duffy. Yeah. Um, it's always lovely. Yeah, it's, fun. it's always nice to chat with you. If you, before we go, <laughs> sorry, I need to collect myself. Do a little Zen humming here in the background for a moment. Uh, <laughs> if you, I want to, I want to make sure that we thank all of our Patreon supporters before we go because they keep the show going. They, they're the ones who help us buy equipment and pay for our hosting services, all of that fun stuff. So we love, love, love you and appreciate you supporting the show for sure. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godless revolution where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode. Then you get fun things like early episodes, extended episodes, bonus episodes, extended outtakes, all of that kind of fun stuff. Um, and, and we're in talks of maybe doing something else special for you. Yeah, there. Yeah, we've we've got some we've 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 got some early ideas on some other things that we would like to do uh, to 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 give back to our Patreon supporters who are who have been so generous and kind over the years. Uh you know, actually, let's. I, I want to do a quick contest. I have I have a bunch of stuff still. Oh. That let's say. Uh, so I didn't do the the strange or weird or cool or funny fact of the week because we've run out of time. But I want to say that uh, for the for the third person who sends us in a fact this week, I will send you a lovely prize. I don't even know what the prize is. It, and it might just be something kitschy or something stupid. You don't know either, but you're going to get a prize from me. The third person <laughs> who sends us in an interesting fact to talk about on the show, I will send you something. It might be something really fucking cool. It might be something very meh. Do, do, do you want this? Does this have to be an email or is this just through like messenger? Everything, I guess everything has a timestamp on it. So we'll know who's third. Yeah. Yeah. We'll know either way. And, and all of our contact information is in the show notes and, and the lovely Megan will, will be telling you how to contact us as well. Email is preferred because it's the easiest way to, to kind of keep track of stuff. But I will be looking at all of our social media stuffs and, and our email. And yeah, the third person who sends us in, uh, a fun factoid kind of thing. I will send you a lovely prize, but I want to make sure that we do thank our Patreon supporters. And that would be Alan Firth, Christy Kalbach, Stephen Andrus, two skeptical chaps, Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Ollie Olson, John McCullough, Tiffany Hudson, Shednade Duffy, Utah outcasts, Wesley Aaron, Andrew Vodopich, Jeremy Goodson. Let them eat coffee. Jeff Peterson. Corey Ebert. Megan Mitchell. Freethinker215. Tim Jacobson. Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Nico Gonzalez. Chad Pryor. 
And Itchy and Scratchy want you to please support the Secular Coalition for America and Camp Quest. Thank you, thank you, thank you, all of you, so much, really. Uh, I forgot to mention you can also make donations to the show via PayPal. Uh, You can just do that by sending money to godlessrevolution at gmail.com is our PayPal thing. If you're not, if you're not down with the Patreon and would still like to throw some fundage our way, it would be greatly appreciated. That's all the time we have for this week. We're actually over time. I said that already. <laughs> Repeating yourself. I think you're losing your mind. I, I did earlier. I just, I get so <laughs> frustrated and angry when presented with a stream of lies. <laughs> And so until next time, everybody, crucify those lying fucking liars. Leave us a review. If you too think Q is bullshit. Ooh.